Imagine, the creator of the universe has a purpose for your life. How would you like to seek out this God, ask the hard questions, and grow deeply in Him? Welcome to the Life on Purpose podcast, where together we will explore Him more fully. The Life on Purpose podcast, brought to you by Skyline Church of Christ. All right, so welcome back to uh, our podcast for this week, going through the men's Bible study. Eric and Eric from the Skyline studio. Yes, sir. Uh, we still have to figure out a way to identify each other. So, uh, Eric P. and Eric F. Eric P. and Eric F. Yeah, I, or, so, I said Eric F. from yes. the pulpit. You did. So, I did. does that so make it official? It's official, I guess. Okay. I, until until somebody comes up with something better, that's where we are. Right. It and could I, be petty and foresight. It could that, be. Not as, it's not as catchy. It's not as catchy. No, it's not. Yeah. It's, it actually sounds like a, a law firm. Petty and okay. Forsyth? Yes. The law office is a Petty and Forsyth. A little bit, yeah. Have All you right, been so injured in that. an accident? <laughs> All right. Yes. So we're, we are back here, though. We're excited about this series. We're excited uh-huh. about the study. Uh, and we, we are praying that God is going to use this. Uh, and that's, that's really what we're looking for. But uh, Eric, you and I were talking this morning. You know, we're just excited to see how God is going to use this as we're really working to help our men build up to being the men of God that he wants us to be. Right. And that's a, that is, and, and we've talked about being very careful to not give away too much about uh-huh. the video. Um, yes. So we're, there, there might be some times where we're dancing around things. We don't want to get too into it um, because we don't want to give away the video. But one of the things that he mentions is this idea of what I don't know that he ever uses the term toxic masculinity, but I that, haven't heard him I, say I that. But I, so the but idea is, is there. Yes, the idea is presented, and that is, you know, that's where we are as a society. Anytime you talk about men being men, mm-hmm. you know, that is that's kind of where we go. And I think we talked, uh, we kind of brushed over that a little bit last week. We did in the podcast, but. You and I have prayed over that term specifically, mm-hmm. masculinity. We want to reclaim that. Yeah. And I think that's, I'm not going to say that's the thing that stuck out to me the most, but I will say that as I watched the video and went through the week and kind of went through the study guide as well, and I've gone back to the book a couple of times, mm-hmm. it's I have really refreshed my memory about how, you know, what got me excited about this in the first place. And it wasn't watching a video. It was just how he put everything and how the idea of being, being a man and reclaiming what that means. Yep. Redefining for this generation what that means to be a man. So that, that, that's kind of where we are. And that's the thing that stuck out to me in the first video, yep. I think, probably. And I think, too, he's gonna, there's going to be some things that he says. If you're reading the book... Uh, especially as you watch the video and you can see his uh, facial expressions, you can hear his emotions. Uh, there are certain things that he says that maybe you haven't really thought about, um, but there are certain things that he says and does and he writes that uh, talking about masculinity, right. and it really makes you think, I have those feelings. Right. Um, yes. You know, when he, there are certain things that he talks about with movies or, or quotes or uh, emotions that you feel in certain situations. Um, sometimes we don't necessarily equate it to being... Uh, you know, a man, uh, but there's certain things that he talks about in his video Agreed. that in the book that uh, goes back to there are certain ways that we are supposed to be as men that God wants us to be as men, and that's what we're going to be looking at. 
uh, I will say, maybe take one step back too for just a second. Um, we are uh, obviously we are going through the video series. We've mentioned it several times now. Eric's mentioned it, uh, you know, from from the pulpit as well. Um, the the video series is on Right Now Media. Um, if if you're not familiar with that, that's perfectly fine. We would like you to reach out to us and, and ask us about it. Yes, please. Because uh, you're going to need to watch. I mean, you don't need to, but to get the most out of this study, right. Agreed. you really need to watch the videos. Uh, the videos are on Right Now Media. This is what Eric had given to us maybe a year ago, six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, we might be pushing a year. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while, but if it's you don't know what it is, ask us about it because you're going to be blessed with it. Um, but you you do need that for this men's study. Um, and uh, it, we're, we're going to be going through five videos, one a week. They're about 20 minutes long. So uh, it, they're easy to go through. Um, but do do go out and re- go out and, and watch those. Yes. Um, and I will say, too, if you're listening to the podcast right now and you haven't watched the video for this week yet, you may just hit pause on the podcast. Sure. It'll be there when you come back. It's not live, no. uh, so it'll be there when you come back. We will not be offended. We will not be offended. Uh, much. Nope. <laughs> uh, so you might hit pause right now, go watch the video, and then come back. Uh, we're like Eric said, we're not going to try to give away too much. We don't want to, you know, uh, we're not trying to be like movie trailers that give away the plot of the movie. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, but we do want to hit up on some things, and we're, we are excited about watching it. If you haven't noticed that, we are excited about this Bible study. Definitely. Definitely. Yes. Um. You know, one of the things that stuck out to me was, the like you said, this idea of, of men being men. Um, he kind of kept coming back to it was uh, not just being a, a man to be a man, but we're, we're learning how to be godly men and the men that God intended us, in, intended for us to be. Yeah, that's right. And I, and I will say, uh, so what this brought me back to, and this is, you're going to have to stick with me here. Okay. I'm Just here. Stick with I'm me. I'm not here. going anywhere. And everyone who's listening, stick with me here. If you remember this episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, you remember the TV show, Everybody mm-hmm. Loves Raymond? Okay. Yep. So Everybody Loves Raymond. And there is this one episode that I don't remember stuff like this. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Now I can remember games and stats and all that stuff. I don't remember like TV episodes, right. movie plots, stuff like that. This episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, he conned his wife uh, into believing that he just didn't know how to do stuff. The simplest <laughs> chore around the house, folding laundry, stuff like that. He just did it very poorly so that he knew that Deborah, his wife, would just say, you need to leave. You know, <laughs> you need to get out of here. And, and you know, there's, there's kind of, uh, Grishel kind of um, talks uh, about that a little bit mm-hmm. when, you know, he talks about how his wife would tell him, you are such a man. You right. know, and, and there are just some things that uh, I, I don't want to say men aren't good at, but in this particular case, in Raymond's case, that, uh, you know, she finally discovered this is what he was doing, <laughs> that, you know, he was intentionally messing things up so he wouldn't have to do anything. Yep. And that's very funny. And, you know, we, we laugh about it and Ray Romano and all that stuff. But the reality is uh, th- that's kind of our society has kind of adopted this everybody loves Raymond attitude toward, I mean, as far as men go, we, we have shirked responsibility Mm -hmm. and we have, and and I'm talking on the whole, uh, you know, obviously anytime you speak in generalities, you're, you know, you're speaking in generalities. Um, but by and large, we have 
for for too long, in my opinion, we've kind of shirked responsibility as men. Mm -hmm. And part of it is, I I think there are a lot of factors that go in with it, but but part of it is because at some point in our lives, our identity as a man, our definition of manhood that we grew up with has been shattered on some level. Mm -hmm. And I think there are multiple reasons. I I don't think there is one reason that you can point at to say, you know, why are men okay with taking a back seat? Why are men okay with... Well, I think there's not one reason. Nope. There's a multitude of reasons, but um, that doesn't take away from what is perceived as men being okay with... Taking a back seat, letting everybody let somebody else take care somebody of the responsibility. Exactly, and so that's that's what we're trying to reclaim. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like that's what, and he talks about that, and and I'm just going to go ahead and not spoil it, but there is a question in uh, the study guide, uh, a question for discussion, which we will discuss on Tuesday. Is um, in in your family of origin, how was manhood described and modeled? Oh. That's, that's what I said. That's about all I could say. Yeah. Um, that's a lot. We, we could probably just have a discussion based around that one question. Right. We may not even get to another question on Tuesday. Right. You know? Um, but, that, but that definition of manhood, right or wrong, at some mm-hmm. point has been shattered or has, has failed to live up to, I guess, what our expectations right. were as a man. And, or it's changed. Or it's changed yeah. to, to, to whatever degree. And so, you know, like I said, multitude of reasons this has changed. But the fact of the matter is, it, it feels like there is a perceived thought process with a lot of men, particularly godly men, mm-hmm. who are okay with taking a back seat, who are yeah. okay with letting people take responsibility that has been set aside for us yes. in particular. Obviously, from from our standpoint, we're looking at it from a Christian standpoint. So, uh, Christian standpoint in the church, uh, but I think it branches outside of that as well. It branches oh, out into our families, into our workplaces, into society in general. Uh, you can kind of see this just downslope of what it means to be man, and and uh, a, a downslope in a couple of ways. One is uh, it, it's negative for you to say that you're a man. Uh, I, I don't want to get anything out of this, but other right. than uh, you know, it, it, you know. If, like he he talks about you know he he's such a man yes uh, and he tries to say that's that's what I am yes and like you're saying we're trying to reclaim that yes uh, in in all of our circles and uh, you mentioned this last week and I think you've touched on it today you know we're not talking about being a man in the sense of uh, the the negative sense that a lot of people have have come to know yes and I think he mentions that too you know if if uh, if you have a negative connotation of of a man in your life. Then it's probably because it's it's the abuse of what it meant to be man, and so that's not what we're talking about at all. Right. That's, I, you know, I, we're we're talking about uh, something very different and, and something that uh, God is trying to turn our hearts to. Right. And like you said too, uh, it, this study has come to us from God, and I, and I think it's come to us at, at just this point in time. Yes. You know that, that's you know that's kind of the Esther moment. You know, this, right. this, yes. you know, such a time as this. That's right. Uh, so this time, this is kind of the, at a, at a, I think a perfect time. I agree. I agree. For uh, for us at at Skyline, and I think uh, probably broader than that, 
it's 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 more broad than that. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like the impact that this could have, or that I, I feel like the impact that this will have um, with our men, just just if nothing else, being able to sit down and like that first question we just looked at, mm-hmm. being able to sit down and and hear from other men who have grown up under different circumstances uh, from different generations, mm-hmm. hopefully. I think so. There's such value in that um, because I, I just want to hear, what was your definition of manhood? What, when you right. were growing up, what was your definition of manhood? And, you know, there's, and that, that definition, if you, if you look at, because I know what my dad would say. I know what my dad would say. My, right. His definition of manhood was John Wayne. That's mm-hmm. exactly what he would say. Yeah. And, and so you have... When you say things like John Wayne, then we do every we do what we do with. I don't want to say idols; that's probably not the right way to put it. But right. role models, role or, models. Or, or people that people you that we're looking up to, and then and then we get it. We get these ideas in our minds from. That's it, and we pick them apart. That's yeah. it. We love to we love to lift people up mm-hmm. because we love to tear them down. That's yeah. it. I mean, that's so. Human nature is so odd, but we 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 elevate people to this place of you know role model status or you know um, uh, influential status, and we do that to tear them down. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what we've done with manhood. There was a time in our I don't I don't want to say nation's history, but okay, maybe nation. Right. And there was a time in our nation's history where manhood was viewed as something to be grasped, like there, it was something uh, you know. Uh, little boys look forward to growing up and being like John Wayne and being tough. And there was, and, and at some point we, I say we, you know what I mean? Society, well, yeah, society I guess, has, has yeah. you know, lifted these guys up with this um, idea of what manhood was. And then we began to pick it apart mm-hmm. and then we began to tear it down because that's what we do. We lift things up, we elevate it. And then we tear it down. I feel like that's what's happened with manhood. Mm-hmm. So that, um, you know, you look at, and, and, and I don't want to say that our society is a movie. I don't want to say that our society is or should be influenced so heavily by pop culture. But if you just look at pop culture mm-hmm. and the on many of the sitcoms, uh, in many of the movies, the, the dumb person in the movie is the dad. The dad's the dumb guy. Mm-hmm. You know, big dumb dad and um, is portrayed as this goofball who, you know, doesn't know anything about anything and just wants everybody to leave him alone and let him, you know, take a nap on the right. couch. And that has, you know, permeated into, I, I would say it's permeated into our homes. Mm-hmm. It's turning into our homes, into our church families. Agreed. And uh, that's, you know, that's, when we're looking at this, that's what we're wanting to take back. Absolutely. Um, when you were talking a few minutes ago, I thought about the verse that uh, one of the verses that he does reference is Ezekiel twenty two thirty. Right. And um, you know, I think we touched on this last week a little bit, but um, I encourage you to go back and read Ezekiel twenty two. If you remember, Ezekiel was one of the prophets, and God is talking to him, and he says, uh, if you go to Ezekiel twenty two thirty. Uh, he said, I looked for someone who might rebuild the wall of righteousness that guards the land. I searched for someone to stand in the gap in the wall. Uh, standing, I searched for someone to stand in the gap in the wall so I wouldn't have to destroy the land, but I found no one. So now I will pour my fury out on them, consuming them with the fire of my anger. I will heap upon their heads the full penalty for their sins. You know, so 
God is telling Ezekiel, I wanted to find one man that would stand up, uh, that could stay the wrath that was coming to the nation. Yeah. And he says, I couldn't find one. Um, so I really hope that, I mean, I really hope that that can't be said about us right now, but I'm scared that sometimes it is. Uh, there's a lot of gaps. Yeah. There's a lot of gaps that nobody's standing in. Mm-hmm. And, and piggybacking on that, what you just said, you know, in the study guide, he, he talks about that. And one of the questions that he uses in the study guide is what you just quoted from, you know, from Ezekiel uh, 22, and God is looking for somebody to stand in the gap, right? And the question that he goes back to, or that he discusses, which I, again, we could just have a discussion based on this one question. He says, what is, what is a gap or a place of need and a worthy cause for you to fight for that brings out your warrior? What, what is a gap that brings out your warrior? Mm-hmm. What's something worthy of fighting for that brings out the warrior in you? Um, I, I, we're going to skip to this question Tuesday. <laughs> uh, newsflash, uh, spoiler alert, I guess. We're going to skip to this question at some point because mm-hmm. I, I want to hear that. I, like right. I'm thinking about, you know, the, the beautiful part of this. And, and again, we're not, if you can't make the breakfast at 7 a.m. on Tuesdays, that's completely understandable. Not everyone can. Right. That's why we're doing the podcast. That's why yep. we're encouraging people to watch the video series. That's why I'm giving away books. That's I said it again. <laughs> I said it again. I'm a blue light special on um, Fight by Craig Rochelle. If you want a book, let me know. A hundred percent off this week only. <laughs> this week and last week only. But that's. Uh, you know, that's, that's the thing. I, I want to sit around a table with a group of men and mm-hmm. hear their answer to this question. Uh, to me, that is, there's so much value in that. And the, that's why I'm so excited about this men's study. That's mm-hmm. why I really enjoyed the men's study that Perk did yes. on, on Tuesday nights last, uh, it's been a few months now, but you know, for uh, for a few weeks, eight weeks, I think yeah, it was, and and I missed a couple, and I tell you, I missed them. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to be there. Um, it was challenging. It was so challenging, and to hear, and and again, we had a pretty good cross section uh, of of men from different generations and such, and there there is such value in telling parts of your story. Uh, giving me your background, knowing where you come from, knowing mm-hmm. what your thoughts on this are. And I think that's so good for men to do. And that's one thing that we haven't done a very good job at either is yep. spending time together and imparting wisdom uh, on one another or just encouraging each other, but being present in each other's lives. I think, anyway, I'm going way out there, but I, I love this. I love, it. it's all part of it. And I love that we're going to be spending time together, and it's it's something productive, um, and and it's leading to to God doing something through us as individuals, but also as a group of men, mm-hmm. a group of warriors who are fighting. Yeah, every day, every day we're fighting. You've mentioned the warrior piece a lot, um, and that's something as you're as you're watching the video, if you're reading the book. I know several people picked up a book today. Um, you're reading the book, you're watching the video. Uh, one of the things to listen for is uh, warrior. Uh, Grishel does talk a lot about uh, being a warrior. Um, but, you know, as a man of God, we're warriors. That's right. 
Um, so key in on that as you're watching the videos. And I want to kind of, I want to go back to that question for a second too. Yeah. Um, as you're thinking about how would I answer that question, what is a gap that you would stand in? What is a gap that you would bow up and and fight for? Right. Um, I think all of us could probably easily say, you know, if in the middle of the night somebody breaks into the house, you're going to bow up and you're going to be a warrior to protect your family. Absolutely. Um, so that's the easy answer. That's, a, that's an easy one. Yes, that's the easy one. So uh, for Tuesday morning, and just as you're, as you're praying over this and you're thinking about this this week, think about what are those things, where are those gaps with you personally, uh, with your family life, with your um, – uh, with how you're involved with your church family, right? Um, what gaps are there that you need to stand up in? Another way to put that is uh, that it was it was it's been phrased to me this way, and I believe it was my friend Matt who used to phrase it this way. But what what is a thing that you look at that's going on in the world or whatever, and that you look at and you just absolutely I say to yourself, I cannot live with myself if I don't do something about. Fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. That's another way that I've I've heard that worded. And I've thought about that, and I've tried to keep that in mind. And as we're doing this study, and he's talking about filling in this gap, um, what gets you fired up? What what do you see that what injustice that that you see that you say to yourself, okay, I cannot live with myself if I don't do something about fill in the blank. And that's that's the that's the question he's asking here. Really Mm -hmm. is. Um, what what gets you fired up and and motivated and and that is a little bit broader. Well, yeah, that's a broader question than, you know. Okay, my you know my family. That's that's a given. Like right. you said, that's the easy answer, and there's nothing wrong with that. Certainly, I, I would hope that every man would right. start there. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, yeah, beyond that, what do you look at and see that's going on in the world that is a place where it gets you fired up that you want to step in and fill that gap. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and curious to hear what guys have to say. And I would say too, it's, uh, you know, this is going to be a challenge. We want this to be a challenging study. So let's step on some toes, mine included. Um, how, think about the things that you need to stand up to that you know are happening and that you have chosen not to. Um, I don't think any of us would choose not to, uh, face down the burglar that comes into our house. Right. Uh, but how many things are coming into our house or coming into our lives that we just, uh, I'm going to take a, a back seat to. Let it slide. Uh, think about the difference between David and King Saul. Uh, when Goliath is across the valley, Yeah. everybody on the Israel, Israelite side of the line knew what was happening. Sure. Uh, King Saul should have known what to do, and he, he, he should have been listening to Goliath. Goliath was one of the ones that you know needed to be set up to. Right. And you have two different ways that two men took this. King Saul said, mm, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just going to take a back seat. Somebody else can take care of this guy. Yeah. And David you know, walks up and says, he's not going to do this. He's not going to come into our house, and he's not going to say all these things. Right. And he said, I'm, you know, we're not going to stand for this. And so you have two examples of two of the men that we don't, you know, one that we want to be like, That's one exactly that we don't right. want to be like. Yeah. So it, it takes it. You, as as a man, it it takes nothing to, or it takes no effort Mm-mm. to sit back and do nothing. And that is, to me, 
that is just uh, maybe worse. That may be worse. Apathy may be worse than, you know, just um, than doing the wrong thing. Right. In, in many situations, uh, because I, I, I am firmly convinced that if we are, if we're standing in the gap, if we are um, acting as men ought to act, protecting um, people or whatever that need to be protected, mm-hmm. and that's where our heart is, I don't, God's not going to let you go wrong there. Right. You know, I mean, like if you're, uh, I'm not saying rush into everything and and you know just blindly rush in and and with this you know machismo or whatever mm-hmm. um, and thinking it's all about me. But if we're if we're standing in the gap and we're we're saying in a godly way, you know, I'm going to be a man of God and I'm going to stand in this gap because I'm going to defend whatever's going on that that can't defend themselves and what and and this is my godly intent, not to bring any attention or glory to myself. Mm-hmm. But to point everything back, which is what we're supposed to do as men, to point everything back to God, I, God's not going to let us fail in that. Yep. I think one of the things he said uh, near the beginning of the video was, um, this isn't an exact quote, but it's pretty much what he's saying. He's like, it's not about, we're not talking about picking fights, but right. he says there's certain times when you have to put up a spiritual fight and stand your ground. Most definitely. Uh, there's certain times when you have to do that. And the other thing I, that comes to my mind you know, from, you know, Bible stories and things when you're talking about uh, standing in the gap too was the story of Nehemiah when they were rebuilding the wall right. of Jerusalem. Yes. And he, the way he placed people was he said, you know, some of you are going to be standing in the holes in the wall right. ready to fend off the attacks while the others in your family are rebuilding the wall. That's right. Uh, and there was one person specifically set to be in the hole that was guarding. Yeah. And that's, you know, from a... You know, metaphorically speaking, sure. that's that's what we're talking about. Absolutely. You know, we're the ones that are standing in that hole that are ready to fend off the attacks that Satan is going to send at us. Right. Most definitely. Uh, that's a great analogy, by the way, Nehemiah. Good. Talk about a dude stepping up. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could do something on that. I think we should. I, lo- <laughs> I love the story of Nehemiah, by the way. That's Actually, a- there was another, there was a passage that he quotes from Nehemiah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Nehemiah 4.14 might as well read that one because it's uh, it's yeah, it's one of the it's actually uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up real quick. Uh, when I when I heard him read this, it did remind me of some of the other quote. He quotes some uh, some other movies, uh, Braveheart. I haven't, and this is probably a bad man thing to say. I've not seen Gladiator, so I can't uh, yes go in with that. But I have That's seen okay. Braveheart. Braveheart. When he quotes from Braveheart, mm-hmm. I I kind of wanted to get up and run through something. I'm right. Not, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I kind of wanted to run through a wall. Yeah. I thought better of it, but... Uh, Stacy was happy you thought better of it, too. <laughs> I would have taken more damage than the wall, right. I guarantee you that, where I am right you now. You probably would have made it through the drywall. The, <laughs> the studs would have been no, a different that's story. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but this is from Nehemiah 4.14, and uh, I think when you, when you read this, uh, I think this almost gives you the same thing as William Wallace uh, yelling at his, uh, at his compatriots, compatriots. He says... Then as I looked over the situation, I called together the nobles and the rest of the people and said to them, Don't be afraid of the enemy. Remember the Lord who is great and glorious and fight for your brothers, fight for your sons, fight for your daughters, Mm. your wives, and your homes. There you go. You know, you can always picture him, you know, raising (laughs) a sword over his head as he's saying this as well. Freedom. (laughs) So, uh, but, you know, love those. That is great. That, uh, that, That perfectly, I think, encapsulates what we're, where we're going with this, mm-hmm. being that heart of a warrior. Yeah. 
And the, the actual, and this is, I'm going to give away two things that he does say in the video. Hopefully by now you've watched the video. That's okay. Yeah, hopefully you hit pause. That's right. We're, I'm going to read something he put. But he, he had two kind of guiding principles that he wanted to give the guys right. as they're going through. And he said principle number one was every warrior has a cause to fight for. Definitely. And then a warrior without a cause to fight for will fight, will find the wrong thing to fight against. There you go. That's so, right. Uh, we want to keep those things in mind too. You're going to fight for something. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you're that's, you're that's either going absolutely. to fight. You're going to fight against the wrong thing, or you're going to fight for the right thing. Yes. And he had in the study guide at the end of this first lesson, uh, this yeah, this first guided session, he has a prayer that I I think it's interesting and it's exactly what we need to be praying, especially as we begin this study. Mm-hmm. And he talks about fighting the wrong battles and and admitting to God that sometimes we fight the wrong battles. Sometimes we can be smug. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. we can be stubborn. Sometimes we just know we are right. And when we know we are right, we can't see it any other way. Mm-hmm. And we do fall into that trap very easily. We do fight the wrong battles. Just like you said, we're going to fight something. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to rage yep. against something. That's just kind of our DNA, it right? Is. And so if we don't find the right things to fight for, then we're going to fight against everything else. A lot of those things probably being good. As we're wrapping up, be praying about it. Definitely. If you can, if you're not able to join us on Tuesday mornings, that is perfectly fine. Yes. We know that there's people that just aren't able to do that. I know several of you have mentioned that. Um, so don't, don't feel like because you can't make it there Tuesday morning, you can still participate. This is still for you, hundred uh, percent, because this is gonna this is going to bless you in whatever way you're able to do it, without a doubt. Uh, there, I think there's still several copies of the book in the lobby. I, and hey, I got I can get them like that, man. I mean, uh, we got them really quick. Um, it only took like a couple of days to get yeah. them in. So if you want to order one, if we're running low. I will get you a book. I will get you a study guide um, that you have access to right now media. So definitely take advantage of that. And I will say just a, another little plug here for right now media. Mm-hmm. If you go to Skyline's uh, page on the right now media, there's a men's ministry channel. And I just added some more content to that channel. And we're going to be kind of adding content here or there to that channel periodically um, video series that will, I believe will benefit you as a man. Um, mm-hmm. so definitely take advantage of that as well. Yeah. There is some good stuff. Uh, you know, we did the Tony Evans thing this yes, summer. Yes, we did. That or, was awesome. As part of Perk, like I said, actually it was, that was Perk's Bible study. Yes, and then was. we finished off with, with that. Uh, Tony Evans has a series on there. His son has an, has a men's series. On, I well, actually, I yep. son, but there's a, there's just so much on there. Uh, so much stuff. Yes, yeah. definitely. So take advantage of that. Uh, but However you're involved, pray over this every day. Definitely. Uh, pray about how it's going to affect you. Pray how it's going to affect your family and your coworkers and your church family. And let it challenge you. Yes. Let it push you into a direction uh, and let it uh, let it sink in. Yeah. Uh, I think that was, uh, you know, a shout out to Perk. One of the things that from his study was it just challenged me to think about some things. Definitely. That, I wasn't really willing and wanting to face. No, not really. And uh, that was good. It was so. good. And and I appreciate, you know, again, that's a guy stepping up mm-hmm. to fill a gap. Yep. Um, so there are good things. There are good things that are going to come out of this study, and, and God is doing good things with our men's ministry here at Skyline for sure. 
Would you want to wrap up with that prayer from my, the I, I would love to. I think we will, uh, we'll close with this prayer. It's a guided prayer from the study guide, and we will end on it today. It's a prayer that we all need to be praying. So he says, God, thank you for giving me the heart of a warrior. Show me how I can remove the barriers that keep it from being strong, courageous, and fully yours. Help me get past my fears and insecurities. I confess there are times I fight the wrong battles. I can be stubborn and smug, and sure, I'm right. But people I love have told me they see this in me, and when I'm honest, I know they're right and need to change. I also know I sometimes get tired of keeping up with the battles I'm supposed to win. Honestly, I wish some of my problems would just go away. I'm sick of working so hard and not seeing results. But with your help and power, Lord, I know I can fight and win, even if it takes the rest of my life. Keep me in battle, Lord. Don't let me give up. I am your warrior. I will fight the good fight like a man of God, using the tools of a man of God. When you need a ready man, a good man, or a brave man, I am here to answer the call. Amen. Amen. Definitely. Running through a wall right now. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Glenn. You'll have to have a wall fit. Yep, sorry, Glenn. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for joining us as we seek to know more of God's purpose for our lives. The Life on Purpose podcast is brought to you by Skyline Church of Christ in Jackson, Tennessee. Visit SkylineChurch.com to learn more of what God is doing in our lives. Thanks for listening.